Hello and welcome to NXT UK Weekly, brought to you by Powered 4 TV. I'm Jonas from the Wrestling with Jonas podcast, and I've got John Scott from Powered 4 TV with me uh, to talk about this week's NXT UK. Powered 4 TV, NXT UK Weekly. We're going to be uh, watching NXT UK on the WWE Network every single week uh, and bringing you the, the video version on YouTube, on the Powered 4 YouTube page every single Friday. And then there might be a, a podcast version that drops over the weekend uh, every Saturday. But uh, listen out for that. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is the first time we've been able to talk about NXT UK on the Powered 4 TV uh, channel. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been away for six months, John. And um, yeah, we're back in the... Well, I say back, it's kind of the introduction to the BT Sports Studios. Uh, but were you excited for the show before it went on air last night? And uh, kind of what were your expectations going into it? Well, the last, uh, I think like the last seven or nine days, whatever it's been, there's been a lot of promotional stuff gone up from WWE internally, uh, from, you know, towards outside media. And they've certainly been pumping up the uh, promotional videos that have gone out. They've done some documentaries to go with it as well. Um, so yeah, they put a lot into it, and obviously with BT behind them a little bit as well, they've kind of like you know got a little bit more hype for them. So I was, I've got to say, I was um, my expectations were quite high given the kind of route they were going with the in terms of like you know being a bit of a a kind of relaunch, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so glad to have it back on our screens. But a slightly different look, a slightly different feel. I mean, the opening video package, you had uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H saying that the, the NXT UK superstars have been chomping at the bit to return. We've been chomping at the bit to, to see it back on our TV screens um, and, and couldn't wait for last night's episode. And then you had familiar faces come up in this video package like... NXT UK champion Walter, a number one contender, Ilya Dragunov, and so many more. So it really set the scene straight off the bat. Uh, we also had an updated video package uh, or introduction package uh, to start the show last night, John. Um, and like I say, we're in the, we're in the BT Sports Studios now. So not quite the Thunderdome, uh, but still very, very good. I thought it was quite, quite good. Uh, we had the, the, the return of Andy Shepard. On the commentary desk, former ring announcer, of course, alongside Nigel McGuinness. We was a bit concerned about Nigel, wondering whether he was uh, still with the WWE, but he's been on on hiatus during the pandemic, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, so they set the scene brilliantly with these video packages, some familiar faces as well. Um, but I mean, going straight into the show, then, John, um, like I say, the, the assistant to the the general manager kicked things off, and then we had Ilya Dragunov's music. He stormed out of the ring as intense as ever. Uh, basically, he, he's he's the number one contender. He won a battle rule six months ago, and he's been chomping at the bit, as they said at the beginning of the show. Uh, and then he was rudely interrupted by Noam Dar. Uh, they got into a scuffle. They got separated by officials, and the, the stage was set. That the match was set for the main event for last night's show. So a thunderous way to kick off, the, you know, the return of NXT UK. Absolutely. Uh, you know, with this one, I was a little bit like, I was kind of both happy and sort of sad at the same time because I was like. I really wanted to for them to just get on with a match between um, you yes. know, Walter and Dragunov, to be honest with you. Uh, because that's, it what has they, been... that's what they were heading for, wasn't it? That's I'm what sure I thought, yeah. That's one. what I yeah. thought. <laughs> uh, but six months has gone, and obviously, yeah, he wants his match. But then this uh, this little collision sets up a match that will main event, um, you know, th this NXT UK uh, weekly episode. So I was like, 
Uh, I kind of liked Noam Dar in this. I thought he came across like really well. Yeah. Um, you know, just improving on his character. He's he's kind of got that down to a T. I think with Dragunov, I'm I'm very much still on the fence with him as a character, as a babyface, probably just because in the UK I'm used to him in a different way, especially in Europe as well, as kind of more of a heel. But um, you know, he's growing on me. But I'm just, you know, I'm still not completely sold on that at the moment. Yeah, I love his character. I love his intensity. Um, mm. When when him and Walter do finally clash, I think it's going to be uh, a, a fantastic match. But uh, I wasn't too disappointed that they were setting up a Noam Darley a Dragon Off main event. To be honest with you, and like you say, Noam Dar looked fantastic, um, and they've really been kind of building him. They certainly were building him uh, before the whole pandemic. And uh, but uh, there we go. Then we go straight into our first match. So, uh, enough of the chatter. We kind of go straight into the first match. It's a, it's a tag team match between current NXT UK tag team champions Gallas, uh, Wolfgang and Mark Coffey, of course, going up against... Uh, uh, they've been pairing together for quite a while. Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan and John. So, I thought this was a, a fantastic way to kind of kick off. Your first match on the return of NXT UK. Um, they've got a very, very strong and deep tag team roster on NXT UK and they demonstrated it perfectly here with the NXT UK tag team champions going up against uh, an established team of Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan and uh, it didn't disappoint I thought it was, it was fantastic straight off the bat you obviously had the, the strength and the, the the size of Wolfgang and Coffee going up against the, the speed and the agility of Williams and Amir Jordan uh, this was a great match but uh, it wasn't for the title the title wasn't on the line here uh, and the champions did manage to get the win with their Enziguri power slam combination nation uh, to put away uh, to put away uh, Amir Jordan, I think it was, but uh, a good ten minute match to kick things off here on the return episode of NXT UK. Uh, give us give us your thoughts on this one, buddy. Yeah, I quite quite enjoyed this. I'm uh, I quite enjoy Wolfgang and uh, Coffee anyway because I was there the night they won their uh, their tag team. Uh, championships ah, a, while, a long while back now and uh, yeah it was quite good it was kind of the finale of that night's tapings and um, yeah it went down really well in fact uh, that particular night I'd actually met Wolfgang's dad right. that was in the crowd uh, that was going to be there you know ready to get that moment which was really cool um, quite a character as well I'll, I'll say that I much bet. I and, bet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no it was, it was a good match you know I, I quite enjoyed it um Again, one thing I think we've got to say straight off the bat, I think that, you know, look, NXT UK, it is a development promotion, mm. uh, and these are just weekly episodes. So we're not going to get, you know, five-star gold matches that go for a, a long time. We do only have an hour. So I'm kind of in that mindset before I go in. But I guess for people that might just have come across it, because, look, there's been a lot of promotion for this. I'm sure it's got the sort of generic fans out there that might not have really entertained the idea of watching NXT UK in the yeah. past. They might have gone into it last night expecting, I don't know, something very different. But this was more on the lines of the old sort of format, that sort of formula that they used to use a little bit more. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought tag team match was good. The only criticism I did have was the ending of the match, which uh, I don't know why they showed a replay of it because there was no connection with the, uh, the leg drop. I was just like, oh, no. Come on, you've had time to edit this now. Um, but they showed that. I thought that was a little bit off-putting. But I, I enjoyed the match. You know what's really good is Wolfgang... Um I mean, those those two together, they are so intense. Yes. You can, and, and without the fans there, the one thing it does do is it really 
when they crash to the mat, it really does make a nice uh, loud boom sound uh, that just gives it that little bit more, um, you know, atmosphere to, yeah. to what you you're You do watching, hear all know? the connections, don't you? Hear all, all yeah. the slaps and all the chops and uh, all the all the punches and when they hit mm. the canvas, it, it does sound pretty brutal. Uh, but after the match, um, you had the, the, the champions in the ring celebrating. Obviously, uh, uh, the, the, the losers, Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan outside. But then you had, uh, just to demonstrate how deep uh, the NXT UK tag roster is, you had uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, former champions, come out uh, to stand like at ringside. Guys. Yeah, a lot alongside the Hunt, uh, Pretty Deadly, Ashton Smith, and uh, Oliver Carter, and uh, you also had uh, former NXT Tag Team Champions Imperium up on the, the video screen. So, kind of a collection of uh, the, the, the great and the, the wonderful NXT UK tag roster, all kind of lining up and uh, maybe getting in line for a shot at the champs, uh, just to set the scene and, and, like I say, to demonstrate how brilliant the NXT UK tag roster is. But uh, any thoughts on what happens after the match? John yeah I liked I mean I kind of liked it and I kind of didn't it, the problem is I guess it did showcase everybody but then on the downside of it it's kind of like you're I don't know you're sort of um you're giving out like too much percentage of, of eyeballs. I don't know. I think it depends where they go and how they set it up because, you know, you can only have so many people on at a time yeah. um, and you don't want to keep seeing them sort of all interrupt each other. So I think as long as they use the kind of old school ladder system, I'm perfectly on board of it. Where they go next, I'm not too sure. I've got a feeling that they, they'll probably... Um, have the tag team champions just taking challenges every week, maybe non-title for a while, and uh, really establishing them a little bit more. And perhaps uh, we may see another team kind of having like some uh, some good wins like under their belt to get a title shot eventually yeah. uh, down the line. But uh, yeah, there is a lot of depth there, so uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, and uh, like I say, with NXT UK having a six-month layoff, it, it was also a good introduction to anybody that might be new to the product uh, or haven't seen the product for a while. Get, get them right up to speed with the, the fantastic uh, depth of tag teams um, on this brand. Uh, but going from one Scottish champion, Gallus, to another Scottish champion, Kaylee Ray, she was out next to do an in-ring promo. She tells us how she'll be defending her championship on next week's NXT UK against none other than uh, Scottish rival, long-time rival, Piper Niven. So that's going to be a fantastic match. Uh, looks like Piper comes out. They have a bit of a face-to-face. -face. They nearly have a set two uh, in the ring uh, before uh, Kaylee Ray reacts quickly and ducks underneath the bottom rope. Uh, but uh, that's going to be off the charts and... Um a championship match on next week's show to look forward to. Of course, we'll cover it right here on NXT UK Weekly. Um, but that, that's going to be a great match, John. I'm looking forward to it already. Yeah, and a, a quick comment about that little segment. It was the first one, thankfully, where Kaylee Ray, she, she was talking to the camera, which I was really pleased yeah. about for a while. Um, something that was a little bit off-putting, and I'll get it off my chest now because, you know, it was something that kind of stuck throughout the night in a little while. It felt to me, uh, and, and people that play the game will be able to identify this with me, WWE 2K, it felt like that custom mode where you can put things in a different arena, but there's still noise coming from somewhere. Um, and it's <laughs> yes. like the ring, there was no <laughs> ring announcer uh, calling them out, but it just came on across like the screen i'm like where's that person um and yeah little little bits like that like when the guys are coming out they're kind of looking at walls 
I don't know, you know, as if there's fans there. I was almost expecting one of them to try and give a high five um, to sort of nobody. And, you know, I think little <laughs> things like that, I mean, hopefully, I don't know, because obviously they, they're more than likely they've taped a lot of these in succession yeah. over the, the span of a few days, no doubt. But I would hope that maybe in time that that's a little bit of an improvement because... The issue is you've got to kind of adapt to the surroundings. Look, we know there's no fans there, so it's kind of like working to your strength. But when it comes to entrances, for some reason, they just like they have to perform the same formula every time. And, yeah. and some of those entrances are a little bit like they do take you out of the moment because you're thinking like, why do they? Why are they? Who are they looking at? Am I not seeing somebody there? So um, other than that, uh, I was quite happy that she, Kaylee Ray, was like the first person grab the microphone i mean that's another thing i guess as well microphones i don't know how necessary they are in this uh, space but uh, <laughs> nonetheless i, I kind of get why they're doing it I, do you know what it is i think uh, it, and i had the same issue with raw when they were doing it in the performance center i think that moments like these segments would probably be better produced backstage you know if they'd have had that altercation in a locker room or just in a hallway that might have come across a lot better the idea of coming out and addressing somebody uh, normally is you want to address it in front of at least a crowd uh, but this is just to the camera so i think in this situation you know like backstage interviews which do seem to be a thing of the past sometimes with WWE, wouldn't be a bad idea kind of, uh, you know, getting some of them in. But other than that, it's a small gripe, but it's one of those little details that, you know, can go a long way. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy it. And, and you know, it's a little bit harsh as well. You know, I thought Piper were like, she really uh, planted a few, few little things there her way. So I'm looking forward to that match next week. Definitely, definitely. I get your point about uh, doing the doing the ring entrances and promos in front of nobody. We went through this when the pandemic kicked off and when they were doing it from the PC WWE yeah. on the main roster. But uh, it's all good. I think the two uh, women there delivered, and I can't wait for next week's match. I think that's going to be a fantastic match. Uh, so yeah, can't wait to talk about that. Uh, but talking about Scottish champions, of course, the current WWE champion is Drew McIntyre, along with Gallus, along with Kaylee Ray. So yeah. Scotland being well represented. Uh, in the WWE at the moment and they're all champions so that's absolutely fantastic yeah. let's talk about the next match then so I think it was the second of three matches uh, Aoife Valkyrie versus Isla Dawn uh, so this was another good match and like you say with no fans uh, you can really hear the saps and the chops and the mm -hmm. kicks um, and, and, you know we've already had the face-to-face -face with Kaylee Ray and Piper Niven and these two in the ring kind of demonstrated once again how deep the women's roster is on NXT UK we've often said it about the NXT brand the black and gold brand but over here in the UK just as deep I enjoyed the hell out of this match as well John uh, Valkyrie got the pinfall and this was a really hard hard fought match I thought both women really really fought hard uh, some tough strikes really back and forth uh, but with a, with a stunning top rope leg drop for the win over Isla Dawn and uh, these two proved once again on this episode that you know they need to be in the conversation when we're talking about future contenders to Kaylee Ray's uh, crown yeah I thought both uh, females done really well here like unbelievable um you know, considering the time, you've got to keep putting that in this because, you know, they don't get an awful lot of time and it is very, you know, bang, bang, bang. We've got yeah. to, you know, get out. But I think the match went about five minutes, John. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know, they gave it their all. The one thing I'll say, and I, like, I'm pretty sure they don't do it and it's a post edit thing, but this, uh, the audience crowd, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but like, was, I, I don't remember that being a thing on Raw or SmackDown. Is this something new? 
um, that they've sort of incorporated. Because like I was hearing, like when they wanted you to feel, for, uh, you know, sympathy, they put this like little ooh yeah. <laughs> sound going on, and I was like, where is this coming from? I think it is. Um, it is being piped in on all shows, okay. and I think right, even okay. dare I say it on AEW, I think they're piping right, in okay. uh, crowd noise as well. Yeah, uh, or certainly turning up the microphones to mm. the, those that are around ringside. But yes, it's not a new thing, but probably more noticeable right. here because you don't have anybody yeah. around ringside. Uh, and yeah. I don't think they were piping in crowd noises when there were no, no fans back in the PC before. So it's a little bit different, something for us to get used to, I suppose. But uh, a good match. Uh, you know, what, what were your thoughts on the match? I thought yeah. they really uh, did. Uh, this was this was hard fought. And they, you, you saw the strikes and you felt the strikes as well through the TV screen. Yeah, I thought it was just really good. You know, my only... Uh, and, and it's not nothing on them. It's a, literally a time thing. But, you know, the art of selling... Um, you know, I think yeah. like I, I would prefer it to be a little bit slower. But the problem is, if you're going to have a slower match, you're probably going to need another four minutes on top, which they just haven't got. So yeah, other than that, I think you know they could have just I don't know the build towards the end and and working that match for the the babyface comeback and those kind of things during the match would have been a little bit better. But again, you've got no crowd there, so it is a different take on it. You know, they're not out there, they're not getting that reaction, so it's not even like they're calling things off the fly. Um, to sort of go with the pacing. But yeah, it was good. I thought a good, solid performance from both of them. And like you say, um, they'll definitely be uh, within that bracket of the uh, the women's division there. I think so. I think they've got big plans for Valkyrie. Yeah. Most definitely. She looks great. Uh, but uh, John, we're getting close to the fifth anniversary show for Full Force Wrestling. Uh, and here's a little trailer to show you uh, what's to come. Kicking things off with the Full Force British Championship on the line as the enemy, Kieran Young, takes on the current Full Force Wrestling Champion TJ Sky. It's a rematch from exactly five years ago at the starting point of FFW. We also have the Full Force Women's Championship on the line as the People's Princess Nadia Sapphire puts her title on the line as she takes on the bad girl Chantel Jordan. You can expect crazy things in this next match as longtime rivals, the inmate Damian Black and the hatter Chris Royals do battle in the very first FFW Lockdown Asylum match. But let's not forget about the yearly Finest Four trophy won only once a year, normally held under fatal four-way rules, however this year we are changing it up as it will be a four-person tournament. Who will walk away with the trophy? Who knows as any member of the Full Force roster is eligible to be picked for this tournament. So, uh, John, we know a little bit more about the, the Heritage Cup now. Uh, so, uh, this was announced on social media by WWE throughout the week in the lead-up to last night's show. Uh, but uh, what can you recall about the Heritage Cup? Because there's a few stipulations. Uh, there's uh, going to be it's an eight-man tournament. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting tournament, to say the least. I think they tried something similar with the, the British rounds uh, experiment, some of the matches they had uh, back last year. But uh, similar to that, in an eight-man tournament format, uh, what do you know about the Heritage Cup then, buddy? It's a good idea. I mean, I don't, you know, look, don't get me wrong. I don't think the winner is going to all of a sudden be an established or it's going to you know make a huge difference but what it does do is it, it does give the show a little bit more format if you're going to have these 
um, matches going on during an NXT UK, you kind of know, well, okay, that's going to be expected. So it does give it a little bit more format, which I'm happy about. I believe that um, I've been getting a lot of like um, people asking me who... I, I'm not too sure even if it's announced now, but have they only announced seven and there's one yeah. still to go? And it's like, yeah, people at first were saying, oh, it's going to be Stu Bennett, but obviously Stu Bennett's now permanently signed to the NXT uh, commentary team, Correct. as far as I'm aware. So it won't be him, but... Uh, I think people are expecting here like a new signing or somebody we haven't seen before um, to, to sort of make that big explosion. I'm not too sure and I don't want to kind of put too much on it because I know <laughs> I know how these things work. And, uh, you know, you've only got to look to the things like uh, what was the, the, the stalker thing that was going on for ages, the hacker um, that we never really <laughs> yeah. got to the bottom of. So, um, look, yeah, it might be a big surprise, but I don't want to put too much just on that one thing. I think the... The whole idea, the one nice thing I'll say about it is it's been nice to see them um, acknowledge some of the UK past stars, including Dynamite Kid, that doesn't always get a mention in those video packages. Yeah. But it was good to see him in there uh, because normally, you know, it's it's the, the familiar guys, you know, like uh, Davey Boy Smith, obviously, for good reason, and, and William Regal and Shames and all that. But it was nice to see, you know, Dynamite included. And, of course, uh, yeah. even... Uh, uh, our old favourite, Lord Alfred Hayes. There, he was in there as well. So, yeah, no, it was cool. Well, let's talk about some of the rules anyway. So, as I said, it's going to be an eight-man yeah. tournament. Uh, it's going to comprise of six three-minute rounds. So, you could say similar to kind of the old world of sport days. I know you're a fan of kind of old-school yeah. British wrestling. Uh, it's going to be played out in a two-out-of-three falls format, uh, and the pinfall is going to occur by, by pinfall, by submission, or by knockouts, referee stoppage. So the seven competitors that have been announced so far, they came up on the video package on NXT UK last night. You've got A-Kid, uh, you know, a, a young, a high-flying uh, a newcomer. Dave Mastiff, of course, Noam Dar, Flash Morgan Webster, Joseph Connors, Alexander Wolf of Imperium, and Trent Seven with the eighth man uh, yet to be named. But we will find out next week because we've got Pete Dunn returning. Uh, not in a match, or at least we don't think he's in a match, mm -hmm. but he's going to be there to present and to do the draw for the Heritage Cup. He'll be pulling out those seven names and a mystery uh, eighth person. Uh, but, you know, some people might already be saying it is he going to be pulling out his own name maybe is he yeah, going to be the eighth yeah. man is he going to be the eighth man uh you somehow think that if he's going to be on tv next week he could play a part in either a future angle or maybe this tournament uh who, who do you think is going to be the eighth man then i mean is it gonna, is hoping... it going to be pete dunn is it going to be somebody well, with you know what? i would love to see pete dunn in it don't get me wrong i, I think he's like he's one of my favorites however it would be great if it was like a smoking mirrors kind of thing like where yeah. do you remember new day came out and we thought are they announcing themselves that WrestleMania to go in? And then, of course, the Hardy Boys came out, but they were dressed yeah. in gear type of thing. <laughs> so I would like a similar kind of thing would be great, even if Pete Dunne turns up in gear but doesn't wrestle, uh, just to make you think that's going to be the case. But uh, it's 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 not. But again, I don't want to put too much into it because knowing our luck, John, it's going to be an, a nothing uh, sort of issue. So uh, you have to be careful. To stage, yeah, yeah. Um, go, going through the old school would be pretty cool. I'd love it if they started having the referee, you know, do the one, uh, two, three, uh, and all those kind of things. And the, the woman the come out with her school. walking sticks, waving yeah, it at the yeah, baddies. Yeah. <laughs> Remember them good well. old days. So, um, no, it'll, it'll be good. It makes kind of perfect sense because, uh, again, it's not a long show. So those those kind of formatted rounds and the, yeah. the time and length and everything is probably going to be quite perfect uh, in a way for, for this. Um, but let me ask you right now. I'm going to put you on the spot. Go and Ooh. pick a winner. 
Well, out of the seven that have been announced, let's have a look. Um, I, 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 I kind of fancy A-Kid. I think he's got a bright future with uh, NXT UK, most definitely. I think they've kind of, um, you know, they've done their bit with the likes of Dave Mastiff and Flash Morgan Webster. Joseph Connors might be a, a good shout as well, because I think they've tried and tried to get him over, and he's a fantastic wrestler. I think he's, he's building a good character, uh, but that could be his launching pad. So I'm going to go for two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of break, yeah. <laughs> break the rules, but A-Kid I like the look of, and Joseph Connors as uh, maybe a, a bit of a a contender there as well maybe to to give him a bit of a push and the push that they've tried to give him before but he's never quite delivered so yeah one of those two i'm going for as soon as you're having two i'm gonna have two so i'm gonna go a kid (laughs) as you are uh just because of the hype at the moment for this guy but also i'm gonna go noem dar as well as a dark horse there because i I got a feeling he might play the role of do you remember the role of pete dunn in the first uk tournament Mm. um i think that might be noem dar in this one i think that he's gonna scratch and claw his way um, at least to the finals for me, and uh, you never know, they might actually go with, with him winning it, but I, yeah, I've got a feeling they might have him, so they're, they're my top two, but then that might change next week when we find out who it is. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, yeah, it would be something to, to blow the names out of the water, I'm sure, mm-hmm. but uh, it'd be very, very interesting. So let's talk about the main events. So before we know it, this kind of hour was coming to an end. Like you say, it's, it's, mm. that's the beauty of NXT Fast. UK, is that it, you know, just goes by in, in a blink, especially when it it's loaded like last night's show was, but to Ilya Dragunov, Noam Dar, it was hyped up at the beginning of the show. They had their little brawl, their little confrontation. Um, now, it has to be said, I, I thought that both Dar and Dragunov looked tremendous when they came out. They've obviously been keeping in great shape in the six-month uh, layoff, six-month hiatus at home. Uh, the intensity from Dragunov, as always, is off the charts. Uh, no denying that guy, definitely. Um now, we knew that this match had plenty of promise from the outset. Uh, both wrestlers hit um, everything they had onto one another. Uh, you, as we said earlier, with no fans in attendance, with no crowd, you can certainly hear and feel all of the chops and all the slaps and all the strikes, all the kicks and all the aggression. Um, Noam Dar targeted uh, Dragunov's uh, left leg uh, throughout the match. There were several close near falls from Dar and Dragunov, uh, but what impressed me most was how these two kind of hit each other and they had they had a really good wrestling match. I think they were just giving instructions out the back just to go out there and have a good wrestling match and that's exactly what they did uh, however towards the end of the match Alexander Wolf from Imperium and of course we know that Dragunov has got this feud going with the leader of Imperium the ring general uh, Walter Alexander Wolf came out to interrupt didn't manage to distract too much in fact he got his comeuppance uh, and Dragunov managed to nail his uh, torpedo Moscow for the 1-2-3 pin in Noam Dar so before we have a talk about what happened at the end of the match or after the match, before the show went off the air, John, I just want your quick thoughts on the match. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great main event. The two of them really, really delivered. Like you say, they were allowed to go out there and hit hard, have a good match, uh, and that's exactly what they did. Noam Dar versus uh, versus Dragunov here, uh, delivered in my books. What about yours? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's a good way. Like you say, uh, you know, you, I think by the time it's come on, it was like at the 45-minute mark. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's gone super quick. And I'm not complaining because I tell you, um, you know, you and I, we do, we've done podcasts and I know you still do as well. And when we do reviews and things like Raw, Smackdowns, I mean, it's a, it's a long consumption sometimes, but this was, this was really nice. It took me back to the NWA power and uh, I was mm, quite yeah. happy when we got here. Um, although I suppose the only, um, 
and again, this is just before I give my thoughts about the match, but the only sort of knock that I had from some messages was that, you know, oh, they didn't get to showcase everybody and they was expecting to see more faces and is that going to be the case every week? And yeah, you're not going to see, like whereas Raw and SmackDown and NXT to a certain degree, they're always going to showcase their big hitters week to week. But the difference is, look, NXT UK is, is on the WWE Network. There's not a... There's not a, an aim to get the huge ratings right now. Uh, this is about developing and growing uh, wrestlers and performers to get the structure of the WWE format down. You know, it, yeah. it, it's more about that as opposed to we've got to keep having, you know, Walter turn up out there and cut a promo or something just for the sake of it. So I think we've got to kind of get used to that again. Um, but I, I was quite happy. I mean, this, this was like one of those... What's refreshing about this one is that it kicked off the show and then we got that finale. And, it, you know, it's been ages since I've seen anything like yeah, that on a WWE Playing a story through show. the entire episode, yeah. Right, and it's just finished at the end of that. And I was, like, quite happy with that for a change. So uh, it was something unexpected. I thought both guys uh, did a tremendous job. Lots of um, really hard, uh, as you say, some knocks to each other. Like, mm. they literally left it all in there, um, which was really cool. And... Yeah, I mean, much like you say, I think I'd sort of, you know, back whatever you said there about the whole, you know, the way they put it together structurally, um, how hard hitting it was. Yes. And, you know, they, again, um, I've got to say the pacing of it was excellent. The selling was great in the match as well. And, uh, yeah, I thought it, you know, it done both guys a lot of good, you know, no matter who won. I thought they both came out very strong. Yeah, absolutely. And just as uh, Dragonoff was there celebrating his re uh, win, and we we're expecting the little copyright logo to appear at the bottom right-hand corner, who should appear? We, we hear the familiar music of the NXT UK champion, Walter, of course. He came out, Dragonov in the ring, Walter just outside having this stare down. Obviously, you know, we thought we were going to get this match on episode one or the return show last night. We didn't, but they're going to use this time to build and build. And, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, they've just announced a new black and gold brand, NXT TakeOver, around the corner in October. They, they could be thinking ahead to maybe a possible NXT UK TakeOver match. Who knows? Nonetheless, we know we're going to get these two fairly soon, somewhere down the line. I think, uh, you know, they, they've given it time to build. They built it again last night. It's going to be uh, a gigantic match when they do finally meet. Uh, but a, a great way to end last night's show. John, uh, give us your thoughts on that closing bit and the show overall. Um, I thought they knocked it out of the park last night. Uh the closing was good i felt you know like you say it sets up that that's kind of what the intention was just to get that stare down and obviously you know that's that's going to be the way they're aiming towards which is fine um you know i'll say it up front now walter is my guy when it comes to nxt uk he's like my top my top favorite um there's a there's a fantastic video at the moment going around um, and you don't see a lot of Walter's um, personality sometimes. He's a bit like Brock Lesnar. I call him the European Brock Lesnar, is Walter. And uh, But there's this great shot of him. I think BT did it, where he's, he's going around the uh, the London Stadium at West Ham. And he's just really having a lot of fun. Like I, I really recommend people to go and check that out. It's quite good. And it really does show you he's the other side to his personality. But yeah, it's, it, it'll be cool. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the match whenever it does happen. I really do see that. Um, being like you know a match I want to see. I think the show overall. Look, if I'm there's two sides to it. I, I think in a way WWE might have because of all the promotion, because of all the hype. If there were fans that were going to go into this and just check it out 
as and think, oh, you know, shall I stick around? Is this worth me sticking around for the next few weeks? I do feel maybe it, it came up a little bit just short, in my opinion, only because the Dragonoff Walter thing that's been going on. We've we've known of this for six months, and I just wish they'd have. I don't know. I know that there was that women's feud they set up, but I just wish there was like a bigger angle that had taken place. And you're like, oh, I want to see a bit more of that. Like just a hook, like a like a book would almost on its relaunch. And because it was a relaunch, there was all this pressure going into it. Now, of course, if this was going on week to week, we wouldn't be thinking, you know, this is just another show. But I think because of all the hype they did, um, you know, I, I guess to that fan that may have just come across this again, uh, I'm not sure they would stick around. I'm not sure. You've got to be in... A certain, I think it's almost like you've got to take the pace and you've got to embrace it a little bit to enjoy it. But for me uh, personally, I actually did enjoy the show, probably because it was an hour. Uh, I know I'm going to keep harping on about this, but honestly, it's it's so much more manageable to digest. And you know, we've got a whole week now um, to to think about what's happened and and wait for next week's episode. And it's not like you know, three shows in one week and we might get them all integrated. So it was pretty cool for me. Um, um, what did you? I know you thought it was good. Was there um, yeah. one particular thing that stood out for you? I tell you what, I, I enjoyed the matches. I thought the matches were great. I, I, I loved the the match between Isla Dawn and uh, Aoife Valkyrie uh, in the middle there. I thought those two women delivered. It was tremendous. Um, I loved the main event just purely for its kind of hard-hitting hit, hard nature um, and thought they really, really delivered. They struck hard. You could hear every connection. Um, but uh, I, I, I did like, in particular... The, the promo between uh, Kaylee Ray and uh, and Piper Niven uh, towards the beginning of the show, and I thought that really set up next week's match, and uh, it's got me looking forward to that one. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Even the tag match to kick things off, I thought was really really solid. And I think considering it's a, a new setting, new surroundings for these guys uh, coming back after a long layoff, um, I, I I thought it was fantastic. And what I also think is if anybody clapped eyes on NXT UK for the first time last night. I think they, they should be kind of hooked in, hopefully, in my opinion, to, to tune in next week, certainly for, for the big matches. And let's just talk about some of the matches that have been announced for next week. You've got uh, Kaylee Ray versus Piper Niven. We just mentioned it for the NXT Women's Championship. So these two, they've been around the horn. They, they fought all over the world. They mentioned... Last night, on last night's show, they fought all over the UK, all over Japan together, um, and they've had this fierce rivalry going many, many years. So if they're given the time uh, and given clear instructions, just go out there and have a great match. I think these two are going to deliver it. It's going to be brutal. Uh, the return of Saxton Huxley. Uh, he did a little bit vignettes we saw on last night's show. He's going to be returning. I... Uh, I don't know if he knew this before he did the vignette, but he's going to be going up against Walter. So uh, that's going to be... But I know Saxton could look after himself. He's a big yeah. guy. He's a, he's a uh, high-impact guy. Uh, but that's going to be a great match. That's going to be f- full throttle, lots of offense. And then, of course, you've got the draw for the first round for the Heritage Cup with Pete Dunne. Will he be the mystery man? Will he be the eighth man? Who knows? But that's going to be fun to see what sort of involvement he has and how the first round shapes up. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to next week's show, John, and looking forward to covering it with you right here on NXT UK Weekly. So, uh, it's, it's been a, a good first show. I've uh, really enjoyed chatting to you, John. Uh, but uh, 
what we really need to talk about is Powered 4 TV because it's going to be making a return um, and a formerly Turnbuckle TV, of course, Powered 4 TV is launching on the 30th of September. So just a, a little over a week away. Uh, what can you tell us, what can you tell our, our viewers of what they got to look forward to uh, promotions wise or activity wise uh, when uh, Powered 4 goes live on the 30th? Uh, well, they're going to you know, be able to sign up on the 30th. That's the, the first and foremost. And as you sign up, you are going to get the 1PW one-year um, anniversary show. That's going to be straight on there as you sign up. And uh, it's got some amazing matches on it. Um, the likes of AJ Styles, uh, Pac, Samoa Joe, Goldust is on there. Um, just Abyss, Steve Carino, I mean, Jody Flash, Johnny Summers, a real packed card. So uh, that'll get you going. Plus, we've also got the Full Force show, as you saw earlier. That's going to be coming on as fresh uh, of their five-year anniversary. That's going to go up on the 2nd of October. So not long after we launch, that's going to be there, which is, which is going to be great. Also, we've got news, TNT, three days in a row over Halloween. That's going ahead at the moment. Fingers crossed as well. Um, that all, all plays out well there, uh, which is great as well. And of course, we've got the um, Prospect Wars as well from Wrestle Island that will be starting its filming. Uh, they've just started to announce uh, some of the wrestlers that will be participating mm. and the coaches. I think it's going to come up over the weekend. So stay uh, stay looking on their Facebook. But uh, not only that, you're going to get from us, of course, is all the internal media. That's the difference with us against everybody else. And, you know, one thing, look, I'm not the sort of guy that likes to just, you know, brag about what we got maybe better than everyone else. But, uh, you know, I really do have to hit home with this. It's it's very, very fast. That's what I will say. So, um, you know, and, and we can back that up as well. It's not a claim and then, you know, you don't deliver it. It's very, extremely quick. Uh, you know, you go on there. It's very easy to use. Um, the other amazing thing as well, since uh, since we probably last had a video together, John, and we've we done that little preview, is that now we have two amazing ambassadors as Brand well that have come on board yeah. with us. Brand ambassadors. Uh, firstly, Mariah May, who, you know, absolutely over the moon with having her on board with yeah. us. We're going to do some great stuff together. Uh, she's got incredible potential. Such a young person still i forget how old she is sometimes uh because you know she, she's really made a name for herself and of course uh we go from the beauty almost to, to something <laughs> completely different in porn he won't mind me saying that i'm sure or at least let me know next time i see him but paul robinson the current proteus champion for progress wrestling uh someone i've known for a little while now and uh, you know it's, it's fantastic to have him his knowledge and again, he's you know he's very much Mister Independent of the UK scene. He's sort of done it all and known it all. And he, you know, I said it on the preview for announcing Paul. I almost feel like this is a second peak for him uh, at the moment because you know we we all remember he, he, was he going to slow down and no, of course he's not. He's the Proteus champion. Now. He wins the Rumble and and he's still with us. He's still going strong. And uh, it's fantastic to have him with us as well. And obviously, on top of that. Um, you know, over 16 promotions currently signed. We've got a wonderful archive. Honestly, these matches are unbelievable. I've been going through them very recently. Over 900 matches 
most of them we've probably never seen before in the 90s and late 80s, including two Andre the Giant matches uh, that have been found out now. Um, that was in 87. So that is like WrestleMania three times. So that's unbelievable. Um, based in Europe somewhere. So, um, you know, you're going to want to check those out. And I kind of feel there is a little bit of something for everybody. Of course, there's our wonderful podcast on the free to see stuff and all the uh, amazing personalities that help us out as well. So, yeah, go along, check it out. Um, you're not going to want to miss it on our, our launch on the 30th. Really encourage it. And of course, we're going to be keeping this up here on our YouTube channel, which will also have some uh, some stuff filtered down through the coming months as well. So, uh, yeah, look, look forward to it and uh, uh busy but excited it, exactly couldn't have put it better myself so don't forget to subscribe to us on the youtube channel don't forget to sign up to powered 4 tv i think the, the web address is powered uh 4.tv is that right john powered 4.tv but if you do get it slightly wrong and put a dot com it'll still get you there anyway so uh, super don't, but don't uh, worry too much that's been the first ever episode of NXT UK Weekly, uh, brought to you by powered 4 tv uh, and from uh, jonas from myself and from john scott we'll catch you next time we are about the love of pro wrestling. We are the pre-match entrance and the post-match interview. We are the passion. We are the fun. We are Pete Dunne. We are the tricks, the risks, the crunching drop kicks. We are the wrestling show display. We are Mariah May. We are the spine buster, flailing punch and brutal knee. We are watching for the count of three. We are Paul Robinson and Chantel Jordan. We are the art in the ring. We are the bright lights. We are the squared circle and the life of the fight. To re-watch our favorite wrestlers' moments. To live and breathe through the eyes of their opponents. We build the vision for you to explore. Here at Powered 4.